Hello and welcome to episode 80 of Chatter from the Cheap Seats. Wow, that is a cool number to say. Cool number. 80 episodes. My name is Jack Feldman. I'm alongside my co-host, Sammy Crimstein. We're going to talk sports. We're going to talk all sports. We're going to talk all and every single sport except for cricket. Sammy, we're saving that for episode 99. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing very well. And, And now that I think about it, you know, we made that promise. I think it was episode 50 to talk about like random sports in episode 99 that's not too far off that's like 19 episodes away couple i mean months. that's yeah. a couple months and we're going to be there talking about cricket for you guys so we're still on the grind here and uh, I- i'm doing well jack uh, yesterday got to do some uh, broadcasting for some qo football that's been fun uh music been doing some of that got a gig a few weeks ago i don't know jamming out Jamming out, you already know. And, you know, school, first quarter just ended, which is good because I'm sure, Jack, you know how the end of the quarter is with um, all the assignments. All that work. Yeah, teachers, we have trimesters, so I only have to deal with it three times. But teachers wait until the last week and a half, and they just pile on tests and homework assignments and everything. And it is such a good feeling when you finish that last assignment and you're like, Okay, it's the last day of school before the trimester or semester in your case ends. I can just relax, finish that last test. It's a good feeling. It is indeed a good feeling. How how are you doing, Jack? I'm doing good. I was sick Mm. last week. I missed a couple days of school. Just a bad cold. Lasted about three or four days. Still got a little bit of a lingering cough, but I'm feeling pretty much better from that. I had the ACTs this morning. And I'm doing it, so I'm doing, I have the, um, what's it called, accommodation, where I can do a different uh, one, like, section each day. So I had one this morning, I had one each day last week, and then I have one tomorrow to finish it up. So pretty, you know, pretty good day, pretty good weekend. Got a lot of entertaining combat sports tonight, huge UFC event. Huge boxing event, Canelo Alvarez fighting for the unified super middleweight title. Sammy, speaking of titles, the Atlanta Braves, what an ending to an unbelievable baseball season. Oh, my God. An unbelievable season and, uh, you know, a season of legend, really, because in 2020, when we started our podcast, right, it was COVID. We didn't even know if they're going to have a season that year. We didn't know if they'd ever play baseball again. And we were glad that they had that short. I I wasn't aware of that. (laughs) No. I thought they would play baseball again. Jack, I hate to tell you, but I was concerned. You you thought thought they might just say, this sport just isn't working out. We're going to scrap it. We're going to try an entirely new sport. It's a wild world, my friend. Okay. (laughs) Well, anyways, uh, yeah, so that that was kind of going through all of our heads. Uh, to some extent, his head in 2020, my no head more. maybe. Uh, but we, we got that shortened season last year, which was great, and we're all glad we got it. But it wasn't the same. Looking back on it, it was a different vibe. No fans, 
um, an expanded playoff that a lot of people didn't love. So coming into this 2021 season, it was like, all right, here we are. First full season in a long time. Let's get after it. And it turned out amazingly. A lot of surprise, drama. The Braves, I mean, winning the World Series, Jack. They were under 500 at the All-Star break. At the trade deadline, they made some stellar acquisitions. We talked about it last episode, but you talk about Jorge Soler winning the World Series MVP, a trade deadline acquisition. Also, I do have his autograph back when he was a Chicago Cub. Uh, Slight flex. Got a flex. That was not slight. That was... That was straight pretty up. blatantly obvious. Pretty blatant flex, but it's all right because I'm proud of it, you know. Um, but yeah, Jorge Soler acquired at the deadline. They got Darno obviously back from injury. You acquired Duvall at the deadline. He's a brave again. Uh, who else? Eddie Rosario, who's a NLCS MVP. Rosario, uh, guys, just Peterson. coming up clutch. Jock Peterson, and they had the magic. They, they had, had the, the magic. magic. And Jack, when you consider all of the things that went wrong for the Braves. I mean, a lot went wrong for them this year, and, and they still won the World Series. I think I saw something somewhere that the Washington Nationals in 2019, when they won the World Series, after the first half, they won 41 games. The Braves, after the first half, won 40 games. So that's a little crazy to think about. And one of the coolest things about baseball to me that you see in baseball more than any other sport is the magic. You can tell. The Braves had magic, man. They had some voodoo stuff going on, and you could tell that they were going to make a run. They won 88 games a season and got hot and won on a run, and that's what we love so much about sports, that that can happen. Absolutely. I, I love it. It was just so fun to watch. It's a fun group of guys. That is undeniable. Ozzy Albies, he's just full of personality. Ronald Acuna, obviously not playing. You got to love Acuna. He did without Acuna. How about, Jack, Freddie Freeman, one of my favorite guys in the sport, a loyal to a franchise, right? He's stuck with the Braves. He loves the franchise. The fans in the franchise has loved him back, and it's so rewarding to see him finally get what he deserves. Crazy. Freddie Freeman is such a great guy. I hope the Braves re-sign him in the offseason because they he is a man that belongs – in Atlanta, and I think they will resign him. And let's get into that. Let's get into some way too early MLB predictions. We're going to start off with some quick hitters, major elite shortstops. I'm going to give you a name. You're going to tell me where do you think they land, okay? Going to start off, Carlos Correa. This is a tough one. I, I could definitely see Houston trying to hop back on, obviously. There are some teams that could kind of come out of left field a little bit. The Marlins, I've seen. They really? have. They, I've seen the Marlins. They have some cap room. You know, they've never been a team that spends too much money. They're not really on any huge contract right at the moment. And to have Correa to kind of go and, with Jazz Chisholm on second room, base. Yeah, by cap room, really they obviously mean they have money to spend. They have there money is to no, spend. Oh, no that, that's what I meant. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm th- no, no, there baseball, could be a cap. Uh, we don't know what's going on. New CBA. That is Who true. Knows? That is that could be an issue too. I don't want to see a uh, they're a lockout. I, I I don't even want to think about it because no. if we have to turn into a labor pod, when we first started, we were a labor pod. I'd hate to continue that tradition. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, Correa. I've even heard the Cubs thrown around. Like, and, I've heard know, that too. I've heard the Tigers. Tigers. That would be interesting. I mean, I he is in very high demand because shortstops. I mean, that it's such an important position, obviously, in our game. Yeah. And Correa has it all. Great defender. Hit for power. He has the clutch genes going on. So I'm very interested to see what happens. And I don't think whatever is going to happen, I think it's going to be a long time. He's going to really milk it out here because he has leverage with a lot of these teams. And he's going to make sure that he gets the best possible deal for him. Because uh, there are a lot of teams that are going to pay a lot of money for him. Uh, Jack, you're talking about shortstops. I'm going to flip it back to you. Right? unexpected twist how about Corey Seager also a free agent a lot of huge free agent shortstops I would say he signs with the Yankees I think that the chance that the Yankees sign either Correa or Seager in my head is like 95 percent you know slight room I don't think they're going to sign story I think they they don't want someone that is as much of a risk they want more of a sure thing Simeon Maybe they do that and, and go out and get a big need pitcher in addition, save some money with Simeon. But really, it, it's Correa or Seager. And if you had to p- pick between one on who I think the Yankees are going to sign, it's Seager. Lefty bat, beautiful swing for Yankee Stadium. I think that there's no doubt in my mind Corey Seager will be a Yankee wow. in 2022. I, I would, I mean, this is probably the the safest prediction I'll make because I will be a little shocked, little, not shocked, a little surprised if they do sign Correa, even though I do think that's the other guy in this equation, just because it's, it's going to be a lot more money and it just doesn't seem like, I feel like the Yankees preach balance at the trade deadline. And I think they're going to stick with that theme here. The Yankees will sign Corey Seager. Yeah, and it's interesting because a lot of these times when you have a star player, one of the big things that comes to mind is re-sign. Will they re-sign? And I think with Correa, that's definitely a possibility. But you look at the Dodgers, and they'd love to have have him back. He's done a ton for the franchise. But they have Trey Turner, who is on contract for next year, and is younger, I believe. Um, No, uh, of course, Seager's younger. Of course, Seager's actually, he's super young. I think he's... I want to say he is 27, which would be outrageously really? young. He is, he's 27. So, so he turn is like 28 yeah. next season, but Trey. 27. I mean, to hit free agency at 27. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I, I'm wrong, but I still, they, they have Turner. Um, so it, there's not as much of a necessity for them to go get it, especially with, the money situation in Los Angeles. I mean, they are paying a lot of guys a lot of money. Yeah, I, I don't, don't see. Really I don't see them really making any big moves. I, I mean, they also have another guy, Max Scherzer, uh, who's going to be a. Free have you heard of him? Uh, yeah, he's a guy. I, he, he is a he's a human being that exists um, on Earth. In on Earth, yes, in the United States of America. Uh, yeah, but. He might not be in Los Angeles next year, and I don't think he will be. Starting pitching, like any team could go out and really get starting pitching. What kind of deal do you think he's going to get? And what are some suitors you think for Max, uh, for Mad Max? I could see Scherzer getting like a two, because how old is he? He's He's like 37 or something. He's very old. 
He is I, I could see him getting like a, a two-year deal with an option, maybe a one-year, like extremely high. I think this the salary will be extremely high. He's gonna want to go to a winner. I could see maybe the um a team like the Angels signing him. You know, they need pitching. I could see the Blue Jays being a place, but I could I could see the Dodgers re-signing him. I think you know their World Series aspirations obviously did not pan out, but there is little question that you know Scherzer is comfortable now in Los Angeles. He's comfortable with the Dodgers. So I would say Two, the two teams that I think have the highest chance to sign Max Scherzer would be the Angels or the Dodgers. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. The Angels are a team that we always kind of have to keep our eyes on in free agency because they haven't made too many huge, huge splashes. But Rendon. Well, Rendon and let's see, I'm trying to think. But in terms of starting pitching, right? They have, yes. I mean, yeah, Shohei doesn't really count because he's so unique. Um they haven't really made too many big free agent splashes when it ch- comes to starting pitching. And pitching is something they've needed for as long as I can remember. Angels have never really had good pitching. I could see them getting trying to get a few big arms, maybe even like Robbie Ray, who's going to be a free agent. Max Scherzer's an Definitely. option. Marcus Stroman is a guy, also a human being. <laughs> on Earth. On Earth, yes. Uh, but, yeah, I, I could definitely see the Angels being suitors. But the Blue Jays also – you know, I they really want to re-sign Ray after the year he had. I'd say the favorites win AL Cy Young, right? I mean, I maybe yeah. Lance Lynn, but like, no, like yeah, it's gonna I would be say Ray, um, kind of in a landslide. Yeah, I mean, Bulls Lance Lynn had an advantage earlier on, but that second half that Ray had was special. Oh um, yeah, it was special and we're going to get into the football but before we do i want to talk to you about our friends at stamps.com since 1998 stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses stamps.com brings the services of the u.s postal service and ups shipping right to your computer whether you're an office sending invoices a side hustle etsy shop or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage, postages for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it, and you'll get exclusive discounts on postages and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop-off, no traffic, no lines cut the confusion out of shipping with stamps.com new rate advisor tool you can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option save time and money with stamps.com there's no risk and with my promo code pod that is p-o-d pod you'll get a special offer that includes a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in pod. That's stamps.com, promo code pod. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Don't, if you go to the Don't post office, it. we said this last week, but whenever the last time you recorded, if you go to the we're post watching. office, just, just, we're always watching. We are watching. Let's get into the football. Let's do it. OBJ, not great. Not I think it's fair to say the Giants won the trade. 
Oh, I, I think it is very fair to say that the Giants won the trade. It didn't work out really in Cleveland. And I, I mean, honestly, a lot of people are taking Odell's side here and like, oh, Baker Mayfield is so bad. And oh, he's got to get out of Cleveland and blah, 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 blah. I mean, I just, I don't buy it. I'm sorry. I think Odell Beckham is talented, but I don't think he is near the level where he should be complaining like he is about what is not even that horrible of a situation. The Browns are at 500 right now, but they've been a very successful team over the past few years. Yes, they're in a great division, but you can't complain about that. Baker Mayfield. I, I Jack, I don't really understand. I, yes, Baker Mayfield he isn't was the best quarterback of all time. I don't know. He hasn't how much been horrible. It. And yes, he doesn't get that many targets. But I don't know how much of it was about the fact that Baker Mayfield was a bad quarterback or just how much that Baker and OBJ didn't get along in general, if you know, if you catch my drift. Yeah, I mean, for, from and I'm, I'm no expert here, but from what I understand, I mean, I heard something saying that Baker Mayfield was kind of confused when all this was going down to begin with. And I mean, I hadn't really heard too many issues of their chemistry up really until the past few weeks, until that trade deadline drama. So I just, it, it kind of blows my mind. He'll definitely end up somewhere, but I think teams are definitely a little tentative because they know that oh, of course. he is um, a little bit of a hothead, to put it. Yes, in. of course. And, you know, it's kind of sad because he was a star in this league, and now I, I don't know if he's washed. He could have a resurgence. We've seen it a lot of times before. But he's definitely not the same OBJ from 2016. No, that was I had I, I had him on fantasy that year. Mm, that was that must have been a good fantasy year for you, my I friend. I think it was a pretty good fantasy year for me. That was I also had like Le'Veon Bell. I I, I had a tough good. weekend last week. Oh, that is rough. Another, another guy. I I did not do great, and another guy who had a tough weekend, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron you must Rodgers. be thrilled, Sammy, as a as a Bears fan. I, must be I out jumping for joy. The thing is, I mean, all this stuff with Aaron Rodgers, like not getting his vaccine and then kind of not like straight up lying about it, but making it seem like he did have his vaccine. I mean, he basically straight up lied about it. Let's, I mean, that is essentially what happened. That's who he's been. Aaron Rodgers is like not a, you know, I'm, I'm not one to judge people. I don't know Aaron Rodgers personally. See, but, uh, from, from yeah. what he has done in the public eye, it seems to me that... He's a little full of himself. Yes. Drama seems to follow him. I'll put you it know, that way. He Sammy, is, what, are you, what are you talking about? Aaron Rodgers is a perfectly responsible person consulting with, with doctors responsibly like Joe Rogan. <laughs> About his health yeah. issues. What is that? Come on now. Joe Rogan I mean, no doctor. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Sammy, I actually have breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. I have consulted with another podcast host, uh, Eli Wortman of the Underdog Podcast, and I have decided to get my flu shot. That makes... <laughs> Apparently, podcast. we're basically doctors now. Yeah, well, according Call to... Call me Dr. Doctor Feldman. Dr. Dr. Feldman, Dr. Krimstein. Got a ring to it. Yeah, but seriously, I mean, and it just goes to show you um, the harms of just not getting it. It's not hard. I not mean, come on thing. now. It, it's like, 
people get vaccines for things all the time. Like when you are born, there are like vaccines you have to get. Like yeah. whatever. Like I've gotten so many vaccines thing. in my life for all the sorts of diseases. A lot of poops. Whatever. I, and you know, I'm not trying to whatever, but it, it just it goes to show you because he hurt his team. He's gonna he could be out for like two three weeks, maybe yeah. even more. It, it depends. He's hurting the Packers, who were really hot. They just had a huge win against the Cardinals. All the momentum was going for the Packers, and now all of a sudden, it's going the other way. And the, I don't know if it's a good thing. The interesting thing will be to see how Jordan Love performs, to see what I the think future everybody, is for including Green Bay. the Packers front office, is very interested. Yes, to see how Jordan I'm interested. Love performs. Uh, I'm a Bears fan. Oh. Yeah, that's your next next ten years. Jordan Love versus Justin Fields, baby. Those are going to be some dream matchups. Jordan Love is not even close to Justin Fields. You have let's, no let's idea. Just... You Jordan Love could be the next Tom Brady. You have no idea. If Jordan Love is the next Tom Brady in fifteen years, Jack, I will give you. Oh, man, you want to make a bet? You want to make a bet? I'll give you two quadrillion dollars. You want to make a bet? <laughs> if Jordan Love is the next Tom Brady. Within the next three years, Jordan Love will lead the Packers to a Super Bowl championship and be the Super Bowl MVP. And if that happens, we will turn into a Yankees podcast. Oh, that is okay with me. I, we'll I... Be a Yankees podcast will only talk Yankee baseball. And Jordan Love, we'll, 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 we'll get his time into. We'll have like a Jordan Love quarter, like a segment. Just uh, you know, It'll be interesting to see how he does. I, I you know, just Ooh, what, maybe what is the future? Packers podcast? A oh. Packers, oh, oh, that'd be fun. Oh no, that'd be fun. Oh no, <laughs> oh no. Look, yeah, Simi, yeah. let's get into the basketball. Let's let's do that. Let's I think do it. Fun. I let's do it. What have been what have been your favorite storyline of the young season so far? Well, favorite uh, easily. Yeah, you know me. The Man, Chicago Bulls. I, wild, uh, wild answer there. Could not wild answer. Speak on. Oh yeah, the Bulls have been so fun to watch. Everything as promised, uh, you know, it's it, phenomenal. I mean, Demar Derozan is looking like an early MVP candidate, very early. Let's yeah, pump you know, the brakes. Let, yeah, pump the brakes there. But uh, you know, Zach Levine is playing through a thumb injury, but he's averaging like twenty six points per game. He's doing really well. The defense is a whole new thing from last year. I'm very excited with the Bulls. Um, but to take my bias out of this, I have to say my favorite storyline has been the Washington Wizards. Jack, uh, coming out of nowhere, a team that had a very busy offseason, got some guys from the Lakers after trading Westbrook. You bring in Dinwiddie from the Nets, who has always been a very solid player. I've always liked Dinwiddie, but yeah, I, I, I thought they were going to be a solid team, maybe a playoff team, but... They are six and three. It's nine games, but not a them. top team in the Eastern Conference here throughout these first two games, and it's fun to watch. I I will say one thing. Unfortunately, you know, it, 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 it was fun while it lasted, but unfortunately, the Bulls are frauds. Um, they will turn back into pumpkins shortly after the, the teams they have been playing have have not exactly been the top tier caliber teams of the NBA. Jack, Knicks, Knicks, I mean, embarrassed the Bucks last night. Embarrassed them. Bucks did it. They ran the Bucks off the court last night. We Bulls beat, have been okay, beating. We beat the, the Raptors. Jack, 
We played the oh. Raptors, who are currently on. They were on a six game or five game winning streak. They lost the other okay. day. They're a good team. Okay. We should have beaten the Knicks. Let's let's put that straight. That was you should a not game. have beaten. You shouldn't. That have was beaten. a game that was in our hands. Extremely no, yeah, it was the Knicks choke. Yeah, the, the Knicks, Knicks choked, choke, man. So you're saying God. because the Knicks had an epic choke job and Julius Randle missed free throws that you should have beaten up. Uh, that's like yes. saying that's like saying the Bears recovered two onside kicks and lost by a point, and they should have no, they shouldn't have beaten you. They were lucky to be in the situation to be able to beat with you. Okay. But guess what? They're the worst team, so they didn't beat you. Jack, we also the Jazz. We played them when they were undefeated. They've lost one game so far. They're the best team in basketball, seven and one. The Bulls beat them handedly. We we made we made a fool out of the Jazz. How about that's, that's like the Celtics. The Celtics? Celtics, I Celtics. I would not exactly categorize the Celtics as the elite of the NBA right the Celtics now. Celtics are, aren't the elite of the NBA, but we have this. They're, tough they're like under five hundred. Jack, we're sticking with teams. The 76ers, We were a god awful Joel Embiid foul call, which I. Literally, he pisses me off. I not a fan of Joel complains for fouls, and he gets it. I'll give him that. But we were a bad call away from beating the 76ers. We're playing the Sixers again tonight, Jack. Let, let's take a look here. I'm getting off topic, but I, I like this. This is fun. Let's look at the Knicks schedule. Who have the Knicks beaten? Well, I I just want to just see. Oh, look at look at their All schedule. Right, wait, wait. Let's see. Who have they lost to? The Pacers. All right, that's not good. How about the Raptors, the team that the Bulls beat? Uh, the Pelicans, one of the worst teams in basketball. You beat, okay. The Bulls, look at who they beat. Look, look at who we beat. You beat the we Magic? Beat. We beat the, you you we lost beat. to the Magic. You lost to the yeah, Magic. That was a rough game. That was a rough game. We beat the We have a better record than you right now. We beat you guys. Who, If, if you're claiming you're a real deal team, then... Then we beat you guys. We beat, we ran, we embarrassed the defending NBA champs. Embarrassed them. Dude. They did not deserve to be on the court with us. We ran them out. They're still running. They're in the streets of New York running. Sandy, you guys bing, went down by like 30. If not emphasize this enough. Bong. Bing bong. Okay. Bing bong. That is the next catchphrase. If you haven't heard, get with it. Knicks. Going to be a top three seed. In the Eastern right. Conference, hey, I'll say that right the Knicks Bulls rivalry rivalry this year. I think it's going to be a fun one. I mean, that that one game rivalry. was an absolute thrill. Rivalry, there's Jack. a rivalry. There's a rivalry. Get on stop a acting like, and then maybe there'll be a rivalry. We'll stop see. acting like stop acting like Julius Randle and like Evan Fournier is a better duo than Zach and Demar. It's just Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett is a better duo than Zach and Demar. Demar is like. A thousand years old. He's averaging twenty-seven right now. It's been nine games. But we, whatever. You know, we'll have this conversation as the year goes on. But I was talking about the Wizards, which we, we do have to wrap up here in a few minutes. But I, I do want to talk about the Wizards here because talk besides a the Bulls, bit about the Wiz kids. Besides the Bulls, uh, they they have been my favorite storyline. I, like I said, they got some guys in the off season. Bradley Beal's playing very well, but the good thing about this team is that they're deep. They have a lot of guys putting in a lot of effort and getting the opportunities. How about Montrez? 18 points per game. Spencer Dinwiddie, he has uh, six assists per game, which is solid. They're Seven building points. something in D.C. They're building something. They have a good core. Daniel Gafford, former Chicago Bull, 8.6 points per game off the bench, doing really good, which probably doesn't seem too remarkable. 
now that I think about it, but he's not getting too much playing time, so got to give him that. But the Wizards are a good, they're, they're a deep team, and I don't think they're good enough to stick up there with the top dogs, like the Sixers and the Knicks and the Bulls uh, we'll and, and the Nets. Um, but I don't think they're good enough to stick with those top dogs, but I think they're going to be able to make the playoffs. I'm going to stay true to that, Jack. Thoughts on the Wizards? Because you are, you like the Wizards. You've been a Wizards fan. Yeah, I'm a Wizards guy. I'm a, I'm, a, I, I'm an enjoyer of Wizards basketball. I don't, I, you know, they could turn into a pumpkin pretty soon. I don't know how good they actually are, but it's a cool story, and it's cool to see them doing what they're doing so far. Unfortunately, it has come to that time of the episode where we're going to have to say goodbye and part ways with our audience for now. Do you have any last words, Sammy? Another fun episode for the 80th time. Unbelievable. It's a lot of podcast episodes. But um, thank you for listening. Uh, fun to talk about some sports today. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. Sammy, that'll do it for this episode of Chatter from the Cheap Seats. Take us out, baby. Bye.